What's up, world? It's your boy Wes. And it's your boy Mosby. Coming at you with that locker room talk and the shorts on the sports. Where we keeping you locked in on the scores, but on the inside, it's a whole lot more. Because what's said inside the locker room stays inside the locker room. What's going on, everybody? Good people, good people. Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Locker Room. Mm-hmm. Tell those folks. Tell Make sure y'all close that door behind you because this is the only place where you get that yeah. locker room. And the shorts on the sports. I'm your host, Stephen Moser, and here my boy, Wes. Wes, coming virtual. Coming virtual. And coming virtual. <laughs> coming virtual. And we have some very special <laughs> guests on the set today. New guests One today. being, obviously, my lovely fiance, Jazz. Uh, and she's going to be acting as the moderator today. But more importantly, we have Kaylin on the show today. Woo woo. 502. Yeah, you know, I was you know. All right, Kaylin. So you hit me up uh, on, it was what, a couple of weeks ago, maybe? Oh, yeah, at brunch. Yeah, it was it was brunch, but it was before brunch because you was you was trying to give me some grief about my hot takes. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I forget about that. I'm not so, gonna judge you, but I'm gonna judge you though. No, listen, that's what we here for. <laughs> you hear me? But before we get into you bashing me about my hot takes and all that good stuff, can you just give the audience a little bit of information about yourself and? Uh, just let everybody know who you are, all right? All right, yeah. So, you know, like you said, I'm from Louisville. Um, I met Jazz when we was at UK. Um, no, I'm not a UK fan. Yeah. All day. Riding, riding hard with my, my Louisville girl all day. <laughs> um, uh, see, I'm a news producer. I'm a journalist. Uh, big sports fan. Um, I mean, I, I don't really know what y'all want to know. You know, it's just, you know. I'm here. That's good enough. That's, yeah, that's, that's all enough. we need. That's, that's all enough. we need. So it, it is funny that you mentioned what your profession is because part of the beauty of this show is that yeah. let's give the athletic perspective. Well, I tell people I'm the communications part of it. And so your ask and your your perspective is gonna be really interesting because mm-hmm. we got two, well, actually three communication professionals yeah. in the building today. And so we go, we gonna get it popping. So um so before we before we get into the major topic, um just want everybody to know out there, this is a special episode that we were wanting to give you guys uh for Women's History Month. Want yes. to give you guys that special shout out that y'all deserve. Um and so what's gonna be happening is my lovely fiance will be giving you guys uh the questions um and we will just kind of be discussing it uh based on you know how, how everything flows. So um, prior to that, we did have some breaking news. It's not really breaking news anymore, but we had some <laughs> free agency frenzy news that we just had to get everybody up to date with. So y'all know we up up to date with everything. Um, DeAndre Hopkins went to the Cardinals. That was big news. Um, Stephon Diggs was traded to the Bills. Crazy. That was mad crazy. I, I, that was the last place I thought he was going. Nobody um, saw that. Marcus Mariota, my comeback player of the year, is going to the Las Vegas Raiders. Going to the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Austin Hooper is going to the Cleveland Browns. Yes. 
Your boy Byron Jones went to the Miami Dolphins. Didn't see that one coming. Did not see that one coming. Didn't see that one coming. Um, I had Bradley Roby on here as a three-year extension, but that's not that as – That was your call. That was your that call. Was one of my calls. Um, and then more importantly, Tom Brady is going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, it is official now more than ever. Uh, there was a couple other moves that happened. Uh, Michael Brockers was also – going to the Ravens, but that is no point now. He's going back to the Rams. So, um, and last but not least, Cam Newton and Jameis Winston are still looking for a job. So, Cam to New England. I really want Cam or Jameis Winston to come to Pittsburgh, you know. So, we can go ahead and put more ships back on, you know. You let, the, you let the audience know who your favorite <laughs> they've only seen two white no, no, no. times. So that's okay. All right. What'd you, what'd you say? Oh, nothing. nothing, nothing. Just you six, six, six three. I got hot heat for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, we are now about to get into the main topic. You were able to go over some of the topics that we had in our production uh, document. So, Jazz, if you would be kind enough. To one, this the, the the first bullet point is really just an update that happened like this month, but it's still good enough to let everybody know because it was major news. So the floor is yours, my my love. To the ladies. To the ladies. So to kick off this discussion about Women's History Month, we have to bring up the fact that Soccer Foundation president says that it takes more to be in men's sports than in women's sports. That's a bold statement. Very bold. That's a very bold statement. <laughs> He's wow. fine. I just don't – I personally, I don't know where the comment came from because, right. I mean, if you take out, you know, genitalia, the anatomy is the same. <laughs> genitalia. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to be better on my cussing. So, <laughs> if, you take, if you take that out of the picture, all of the anatomy is the same. Like, you break your foot, I break my foot. We both got broke. Both got broke feet. We probably gonna be both both can be down for what? I was down for what? Three months. Three months after you go through, you know, you in a cast for two months. You are gonna be in a boot for another month. Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna be the same. Like, yeah, I, so I don't understand where that came from. I mean, okay, but <laughs> yeah, he, he was bugging for sure. Uh, the, the other update about that is that he had stepped down uh, after making that comment. Uh, I mean, as he should have. Yeah. As I mean, he that he shouldn't have been allowed to step down. He should have got fired. Like, yeah, I should have made him wait so he can get fired. <laughs> can they, can they as a president, can you get fired? Is that what, like, the board and the non Everybody stuff? reports. Yeah, anybody. Yeah, I mean, everybody party. answers to somebody. Yeah. Well, it, it, listen. Um, Right. Either way it goes, that brother is no longer with the organization after making such a small-headed comment. Um, and I mean, and, and coming from a soccer statement, uh-huh. I ain't trying to be rude or anything, but men's soccer ain't even been competing with women. Especially soccer. not the U.S. men's. Like, US I'm being... on it, Kayla. You know, if you want to... And, <clears throat> I mean, while we own soccer, soccer's one of them sports where, like... like you know, you got people who can argue the football. Uh, you can argue the basketball. Like, women can't compete the same way. All right, whatever. 
But when it comes to soccer, a lot of that is taken out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that's taken out of context. Like, when I was in high school, we would scrimmage against the boys' soccer team all the time. Like, it that that's that's just what it is that's that's purely skill like i don't i mean yes some strength is involved and all of that but a lot of that is skill so where the 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 gap is with pay and why you know women deserve this and men deserve this or they're getting this for this reason they're getting this for that reason is you know really no it's no argument there it's it's null and void like i guess people which I mean, I feel like it's an ignorant argument, but you can argue when you talk about basketball. You can argue with football, whatever people want to do with that. But when it comes to soccer, when even when it comes to softball, that's not the sports played exactly the same. Yeah. It, it takes all of the same attributes. So I just don't. Yeah. You know. yeah. Ain't no argument Let's there. If I'm wrong on this, though, Kaylin, um, is it? women's soccer more popular than men's soccer in the U.S.? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, most so, definitely is. They also win more. So that's, what, that, that's why that comment made no <laughs> sense to <laughs> they, they also win more. But the, 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 the messed up part is the fact that women's, like women's soccer has won more on the national stage. They get paid far less like the if you go look at like the top four players for the women's team and you look at like their salary they would make like all like three to five million more dollars on the year if they were men um like men their team get paid they get paid like i want to i want to say like five thousand a game when they lose like when they lose but the women's team they don't get a dime when they lose so you award and losers. That's, I don't know when they started giving their participation awards, but uh, that's the trend these days. <laughs> um, so they get a participation award when they lose, um, and then they get more money. They, I mean, of course, they get more money when they win. But even if, because I think I remember this from a couple of years back, that if the um, men's team lost in the quarterfinals of the world cup they would get three thousand more per player than if the women women's team won the world cup wow just to put some numbers into to perspective. Mm, it's you get a participation award so Kaylin, why do you think that this is still an issue so considering that significant disparity why do you think it's such an issue when women have been so successful in sports? And even if we're talking about the U.S. women's soccer team, like why is this still an issue when women have proven, in a sense, you know, that they can be superior in their sport? You know, that's a hard, that's a hard question because then you, like, I mean, I think what it really boils down to, and I'm probably going to offend some people, I, I don't care, but um, you have – older white men who control majority of everything and that come not i'm not saying everybody who is an older white man has a messed up mindset but i'm gonna say that your time factors into the way that you think like like yeah you know what i'm saying the era that you grew up in impacts the way that you think impacts the way that you move like you can be you know open to you know, so many thoughts, but you're still, are so many ideas, but you're still going to move a certain way just off the way that you were, 
the time that you grew up in. So I think that has more than not to do with it. Like when you have, you know, people who are 60 running, you know, running a league of people who are, most people who are watching it are in their 20s and 30s. Are people who are playing it are in their 20s and 30s. We grew up 30, 30 years apart. You you are my parent. And in some people's cases, you their grandparent. So it's it's a it's a different mindset. And some people I feel like it's a fault of just, you know, lack of just lack of knowledge. I'm more so ignorance, but not on purpose. And then some people I just feel like they're they're jerks. I 100% agree with that. I was about to say, that's right on that, hitting the nail on the head there. Yeah, because we that's actually funny. have another, we have another bullet point on there about that to say. actually relates to that. Uh, but before we get to that, there were some other questions because that would, I'm sure that's going to take us. <laughs> that's going to take us down some roads. I'm, sure, I'm certain of based on your answer. But we have we have a plethora of questions here, but I did want to just make sure we stayed at least in somewhat type of, I guess, alignment with some of these questions so we can, so you yeah. can have enough time to talk about that last part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So, next one on here is. You gonna let me keep going? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Yeah. So before we do wrap up Women History Month, um, would you know, Wes, Steve, I'll open this up to y'all. Is there anything that you all are proud of um, that has happened in women's history? Whether I mean, be talking about sports, it could be sports. Um, but in your opinion, you know, in women's history, what do you see as something that you know, like a, a notable achievement? You got it. You want me to? Tell you? <laughs> I actually wanted Kayla to go first, but I'll chime in later oh. yeah. um mm, that's a loaded question um what i like proud of like just i mean just women in general i feel like for the most part um even though like social media like can come off as if like I don't feel like like it can make it look like women don't stand together. Women are just doing like a whole bunch of wild, crazy, but about BS. Um, I don't think I don't think it's the case. I think more times than not, women attempt to work together than to be a crab in a barrel mentality. I think um, so. Just like just women in general, like with all the strides that women continue to make, like. I mean, now, I know I don't want to bring politics into it, but at this point, it's kind of like a president is not really, or whomever is not really getting a strong push unless they got women behind them, particularly black women behind them. So um, it's, I think, you know, over the last maybe five to 10 years, I think more and more women have begun to realize the impact that they have. Cause I mean, isn't it more women on the planet than it is men? Don't we outnumber? Yeah, yeah. Um, it and not not and it's not saying we to say I'll be out, but women control life at at the end of the day. Like I mean, y'all y'all got what y'all got, but we got to give it out. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> so 
like it I think it's just been a, a knowledge of uh just like oh you know we got some we got some weight you know what I'm saying we got some weight to especially when we come together but that also comes with just the mindset of the era that you grew up in like this is a hundred years since women been able to have the right to vote you have you have people who are this is gonna sound messed up you got older people who are dying off like with the mindset of no this is a woman's spot you know what i'm saying like this is where the women this is where a woman is supposed to stay so that i think that idea is starting to drift because you have younger people who are coming up <clears throat> who seen things that just wasn't the quote-unquote traditional you know what i'm saying like oh my mother wasn't a you know um a housemaker like my mother wasn't you know just home cooking cleaning mm-hmm. making sure the kids were straight like i seen my mother work i seen my mother work with mostly men like you you know you get a you have you have that type of mindset now taking over a different type of mindset that's my personal opinion i'll probably say with most things with women I'm most proud of is seeing a lot of women coaches in the NFL. And I and I say that because that's such a male dominant sport. Uh one of my guys, he actually he's a uh he's a coach for the Miami Dolphins and we was talking about that. I was like, yo, how you how you feel about um having an offensive assistant being a woman? He said, To him it's not a problem. It's just interesting to see because you don't you know, me and Steve, you played football. You know, you you wouldn't know how it feel to see a woman telling you what to do on the football field rather than being on the court, soccer, you know, field, anything like that. Just it'd be weird. But that's so dope to see that women are women are stepping up to that and not backing off from it. They taking that challenge on to lead a group of grown men that are you know dominant as it is. Already seeing it's like oh, there's no way a woman can tell me that, and they're leading it. Like the Cleveland Browns has got a QB coach as a woman. Like a QB coach, that's 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 like crazy to say. Like this ain't no offensive assistance, ain't quality control. This is my position coach. My position coach is a woman, and that's like a dire position. So that's what's just so dope to me now to see women stepping up into that role and wanting to lead. That that's probably my most proudest moment. I'm starting to see, and I think more women need to do that because, in my personal opinion, they're a lot more organized than most men. They can keep control. You know. They're, they're not going to always snap like some men will. You know, you're going to always have some coaches that have that, you know, nurturing mentality. Most men don't have that. And I think you need that in football sometimes because you can't just yell at everybody. Everybody don't respond like that. Well, you got a woman like that. In that area, she can keep that control, and I think she'll be able to respond to the guys a little bit better. So that's probably my moment I give right there for most women. That's big facts. And we are low-key along the same lines. Uh, what I was actually going to say was the notoriety and the exposure that women are getting now. Yeah. So, you know, it goes along the lines of what you were saying about the, the lady that is now coach. Um, even athletes, what's her name? Uh, Megan Rapino and how she kind of went and had her, her movement uh, and along with, you know, her platform in soccer and how, you know, that was starting to become a trend. Uh, with just why it is important to to have that acknowledgement um, and not just with just, you know, soccer, but she was bringing light to all women's sports and all those mm-hmm. things that, that women do for the game 
I mean, you got you got plenty of women executives that are are in the game, and how many times do you hear about the work that they do? You rarely oh. hear about it. Yeah. I mean, no. For goodness sake, isn't it New Orleans? Uh, their owner is a woman, isn't it? I was like, you really? Know, just not until recently you hear about some of the the dope stuff she's been doing as a recent due to coronavirus. I didn't even know that. Yeah, and I was like, that kind of stuff I do enjoy to hear because. Believe it or not, like whether I don't I don't care what people think about, you know, if women's sports don't compare to, to men's sports, you people will always have their opinion on that. The the fact of the matter is it's perspective. And mm -hmm. I we talked about this in, the, in one of our other episodes, why it's important to always have that additional perspective when it comes to any type of organization or any type of business. And so now they they're starting to have that that voice again. Um, when it comes to sports, is, is really dope to see because it's like it's giving a full, broader picture. It, there's a there's a um, young lady I can't remember what her name is right now. I saw her on LinkedIn, but she was uh, she was training at the NFL Combine. You know what I'm talking about? No, I didn't hear um, I think I think I know who you're talking about. Ah, uh, she's a she's a football player. Uh, her name, her name is not gonna come to my mind right now. But really? you talking about the young lady who was uh playing uh playing for a college, I uh, maybe Division two, there maybe, well, or a low Division one school. But like she was playing wide receiver position. We talking about the same person? Yes, that lady. There's another lady though. Um, because that is a good point. I am talking about her, but as well as um. The the what the lady that was at the combine. I did not hear about that. Dust train is Wes. Is, is Say again. Dust train. He does like Kevin Hart's workouts and stuff. Yeah, they were doing. Yeah. They were. Um, I think what you're talking about is she wasn't training at the combine to like. Wasn't it just like getting a feel for it? Yeah, it was like two of them to just just to basically show how hard the combine is. Yeah, more yeah. so than, but I mean, which is which is still. You know, great. Oh, um, yeah, no, no, no. I think I know. I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah. It was uh two different, two different people, a guy and a girl. Yeah, yep. And uh -huh. that's what I'm saying. Like that, that's dope to see because I mean, I I don't keep listen. I know that some guys would be a little embarrassed, but I mean, she was putting up numbers. Even I don't even know if she was necessarily training for the combine stuff. I know she was just testing it out, but yeah, I think she's like I think she's just like a um, she's like a fitness like model, or something fitness, like yeah, fitness. Uh, what they call them on social media? Influencer. Yeah, I just thought that was real dope to see because that shows that we're changing. That shows that we're changing. Um, that's really. Dope. I think I think I think men are becoming more open to. Um, to women and just different ideas in general, but I like again. I think it just comes with it comes with the time. Like everything just comes with time. Also, people are just afraid of change. Like it changes. Change is something is that is foreign, and most people are afraid to step outside of their box. That's something that you get into when you a small kid, just simply going into the cafeteria at school. You know, so. But it, it just it's something that comes with time, but it's also something that if you want it done, you have to push the envelope. Like you can't just wait for somebody to 
or any, you know, a group of people, whatever, to be like, oh, we accept you, you know, come on in, come on, we're going to open this door. That, yeah. That's not how it works. You got to open the door yourself. But, um, like, you know, once you get inside of the door, that's where the conversation of acceptance comes in because nobody's going to arbitrarily, because a lot of people's mindset is it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, you know, you know, a lot of people's not going to just arbitrarily be like, oh, let's invite such and such. And she might have a good perspective on yada, yada, yada. Like, you know, you gotta, you gotta push the envelope. You gotta, you gotta push it. For real, for real, you gotta rip it open. Yeah. So, I'm gonna pose kind of a maybe controversial question, and I think I might know the answer to this because y'all have hit on this um, a little bit, especially you, Kaylin. But do you think that it's almost systematic that women um, aren't involved in sports to the same level as men? Um, so thinking back to that, like, you know, depending on what, um, time you grew up in, it might have been that as a young girl, you were taught that you need to do your chores, be in the house, you know, help prepare food, things like that. When the guys were out, you know, helping dad doing these labor intensive chores and things like that. So do you think that, you know, it's almost just a systematic mindset in the way that, you know, we just tend For sure. in the way that. For sure. And I think it, and I think it's systematic on both sides like i think it's with a lot of that stuff i think it's not just sports but just like life in general like that is something that is so systematic <clears throat> like i think because i feel like they what they say millennials is like our last year like we the last year for millennials whatever mm -hmm. all right so i'm gonna say not my middle sister but my youngest sister i'm gonna say her generation the gender roles out the door so she's yeah. how old is mine? She's twelve. I think she's twelve. So <laughs> one, give or take a year. Um, <laughs> so I think the gender roles are going to. I think it's going to be one of two things. I think I think they're either going to go straight out the door, or they're going to be like stupid heavy, like stupid enforced. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be. I feel like it's going to be one of two things. Um, like. Just I know when I was growing up to go outside and play with the boys, you coming in dirty, you got little grass marks on your knees you, and, and dirt underneath your fingernails and all that stuff because you've been out here roughhousing, been outside roughhousing, you were called a tomboy. And like up until like recently, I feel like being called a tomboy was never a good thing. Mm -hmm. Like that is something that used to infuriate me because nobody never said it with like um encouragement it was always said with a negative tone underneath it it was never said like oh you a tomboy just like oh you a tomboy you know like whatever it was like you a tomboy yeah ain't face and all like you a tomboy <laughs> you know like it was it was i don't it was never like anything positive associated with this so i do think it's very systematic that women are not as involved in sports as they could be because you like like it, it when you and especially when you get in that that fragile age of middle school and high school like uh wade and i were talking about talking about this like um you will notice like some athletes female athletes who like eighth grade they they hooping they Cup, you know, <laughs> killing it. And then when they get to like ninth grade, you notice they slack off. And it's because it's like, 
they want the attention of the other boys. Like, well, you, you I mean, if, and if that's, if that's what you like, like if you like guys and it's, you have the, the negative conversation with being a tomboy, you don't want to be out here playing. I'm playing with the boys. Cause ain't nobody looking at you like, Oh, I want to take her to the movies. No, nah, they want to hoop with you. They calling you, hey, hey, cuz, you trying to come hoop? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. All right, bet. But you want him to call and be like, you trying to go to the movies? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so it. I think just all of that plays into, it plays into the mix. Like, because it's like, well, dang, I'm hanging around all the boys, but don't nobody like me. I'm like, y'all, don't nobody like me. Like, you don't want to be, you don't want to be like, it, 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 and then it just, it's like a, it's a domino effect and it just, and you start to see, and you'll start to see people fall off. Like it, I mean, it was written in love and basketball. Like it's, it's just, it is what it is. And then in the same group with like, guys, I especially feel like with black male, black young males. And especially if you're growing up in a low poverty area, sports is what you do. Like, and if you don't do sports, you are shunned for that. Like, oh, you want to play football? Bet we about to beat you up every day. You want to play basketball? Bet you getting beat up every day. Like, that is, it, and it's so, it's so negative. Like, it's, if you a man, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to do sports. If you a woman, yeah, no, negative. Not for you. Go get your nails done. Like, that, that is the, it's, that's, that I feel like that's how we grew up. And I feel like that's how a lot of people grow up. And it just factors in. And then it just grow. it just, it's a mindset that stays with you as you get older. Until you now you got these little tech kids coming in. All of us have a door. They don't play they don't play sports. They play everybody now. Everybody yeah. best life via video video game. Okay. Floor is yours. All right, so I'm going to ask a question, put everybody in a hot seat, get some good discussion going. Um, so who here actually watches women's sports, like follows avidly women's sports? Okay. Yep, I'll be the honest one here. <laughs> I, for real. Outside, well, for real, outside of the the soccer aspect, and that was just because of Megan Rapinoe, I really, I mean – WNBA, I I don't keep up with just because it's not aired like that for real. Yeah, I can say I don't keep up with WNBA, um, but I don't know. I I think first, I mean, I don't keep up with much with the NBA as much as I keep up with college anyway. So I keep up with college. That, that. But, that. I will say, I, I, and it, to that point though, I actually do watch when it. Well, we don't have it now, but. I was keeping up with women's college basketball, mm-hmm. but I'll say, and I'll also be transparent. Only reason why I was really keeping up with them is because my coworker has a daughter that played for Notre Dame. Mm. That was really the reason. It was really to support her, and then I ended up kind of getting engaged with that. But that was my transparent moment there for y'all. <laughs> And, and I, mean, I don't feel like it's, I don't feel like that's any fault of your own. I think when I started to pay attention to women, particularly women's basketball more, is when I was working in women's basketball. Like when I was interning in the UK, that was one of my main sports was uh, the women's basketball team. 
So <clears throat> I don't know if it was, well, I liked working with them because it was a little bit more hands-on. But um, like, I don't know if it started, like when I had, would sit back and watch, you know, watch the games as I'm working, I would notice the crowd. Like most of the crowd is older. Like you would be shocked. Like if you ever go to a women's basketball game, especially college, most of the crowd is like older people. Uh, wow. I got into a really good conversation with two guys because, uh, you know, South Carolina is, you know, UK, one of UK's big rival games or whatever. So you would think because of the way that that game sells out, they would move it to Rupp Arena. They don't. They keep it in Memorial Coliseum, uh, which no AC, no heat. You know what I'm saying? You just in there like wood, no, no real chairs. It's wood benches. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I was talking to uh, two older guys. Um, they were probably in their 60s, 70s, whatever. And he was like, you know, I've always supported uh, women's basketball. He was like, I. He said, I like, I like it because it's more. He said, I like the fundamentals about it. Like you see the real skills within the game. Like you don't see like. You like basically a, a athletic person ain't gonna be able to just survive in this game. Like they gonna have to know how to play. They gonna have to have some knowledge, and that was kind of like they whole synopsis of it, which I I was intrigued by that. And then I think also it just it kind of started to annoy me the fact that how, um, especially at UK, because I didn't it didn't it didn't experience it as much being a local fan. And I would go to Louisville, women's Louisville games. They played in the same arena, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And pretty much the like everybody here supports the Louisville, the Louisville women's basketball team. So like I guess being in my own bubble, being in my own ignorance, I didn't realize that that was a problem in most other places. Uh, so when I got to when I was at UK, and I'm just like, oh, they really don't mess with them. But they were producing just as good as numbers. They was performing in postseason. They was performing during the season, like, and they was putting out some good games. Like, it was some good games, you know. So, I think that's what got me more so interested in it. Like, you know what? Let me pay a little bit more attention, especially just being a woman too. Oh. Big facts. Oh. Yeah, do, do you watch women's sports? I would not say that I'm an avid viewer of women's sports. I do um, whenever I can catch track and field on. You can bet that I'm watching the women races. Um, And similar to Kaylin, like I started following our women's basketball team when I got to UK. Um, I was down, you know, for my Wildcats, no matter the sport, no matter the day, you know, I wanted to support them any way that I could. But um, as far as just, you know, looking for a game to watch in, it's between a women's and a men's game. I'm probably not going to choose a women's game. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, And it's, rare sometimes that you'll even have that selection to choose from because you right. you know women's game don't always get the same amount of coverage but you know right. that's a whole nother conversation more people don't watch because i mean it's not like you have the options to watch right now yeah. well, um uh, um um espn plus so i think you can well, we don't know because we didn't get a chance to. Cause, <laughs> but I think you probably would be able to watch the games on that because that ESPN Plus don't it like show all the games that don't really get no TV time. But even then, you have to have special access to have ESPN Plus. So yeah, not only are you not 
you know, showing the games in a, on a channel that I can regularly access, I have to be able to have this subscription just to watch. So you're making it harder for me to support women's yeah. sports. Yeah. You know, it, it, yeah. It's, it is hard. It's hard to support that because you you have to legit be invested in it and not just invested with your time. You have to be invested with your money because uh, you have to pay for those extra channels and uh. and stuff. And it's, it, I mean, I think it's unfortunate. That is something I, I, I figure that I feel that factors into the pay. But when you get into that, it's like, we'll give, give them a first shake. You know what I'm saying? Like when, really when, and if you just think of the WNBA, they play four months out of the year, four and a half months out of the year. They only play like 35 games. So, and it's in the summertime. So it's not during during the time of of um, the NBA season. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just not to offend anybody who likes baseball, because I like baseball, but that's not something I can watch on TV. That's something that you have to, I can only watch if I'm sitting at a game. I'm not watching on baseball on TV. Um, so the only thing that is on is baseball and WNBA basketball. And the fact that they still don't get no airtime is like crazy. Yeah. So, and it feels intentional too, though. Yeah, it, yeah, it, does. Part- it does. Yeah. It feels intentional. I pulled up this stat. Let me see. Let me get it up on my phone. Um, I pulled up this stat about pay because this was a big thing. Y'all remember maybe well, not this season, the last yeah. season. Um, uh, are y'all familiar with um, Asia Wilson? She played for South yeah. Carolina. Okay, so she had made a tweet about LeBron James's um, contract with the Lakers, and she was uh, she said 150 mil must be nice. We over here looking for a meal, upside down face. But Lord, let me get back in my lane. That's they what she said. Her. They started dogging her. Yeah, they started going in on on my girl. And I mean, she you know followed back up with just like you know her what she had to say about it. But then when and I feel like that conversation kind of pushed forward them getting a little extra money this season. But mm-hmm. like I have a friend who played D one basketball. She never had any aspirations to go to the WNBA because they don't make anything. Like, I think I make more than some people for the WNBA. Like, I, it, like, true. Like, probably all four of us make more than some of the females playing in the WNBA. That's why they have to play all year round. Like, and the sad part is, is that they want to be here in their home country for the most part. They go to China. More money overseas playing basketball than they do over here. Like, it's a bit big appreciation for it you know, overseas, but to get back to that stat I was about to pull up, it was like the amount of pay that they get is different. Um, oh, here it is. It says, so the pay model for the WNBA, it pays players about 25% of its revenue, but the NBA pays players 50% of its revenue. If that make, Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I'm, and then it so, I mean, the granted, the NBA makes like seven billion dollars a year, and the wow. WNBA makes uh, like maybe forty million a year. But still, it shouldn't just be twenty five percent of the pay going to the players. Um, that, that's 
that that's messed up. So I, it's so many. It's like when you break it down, it's just so many negative negative marks in there that kind of it it it's a it's a hole. It's yeah. a ongoing a ongoing rabbit hole. So kind of unfortunate. And I, I do do want to talk because that actually was another question on here. Actually, you had hit on it. One of the bullet points we had on here was about the pay rate, and we actually didn't know how this conversation would go, uh, quite frankly. So we didn't make it a focal point. But um, since you did bring that up, um, that actually speaks a lot to the women's CBA or whatever you want to the, the collective bargaining agreement, how they're negotiating stuff in terms of how they, these players are getting compensated for their efforts. We, uh, I, I don't know if you heard the, the episode, but we talked uh, in one of our episodes about kind of what it takes, you know, to be an athlete in certain aspects, especially. Yeah. yeah I listened to that one. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, these players are literally sacrificing their, you know, their livelihoods to a degree, uh, to all their efforts and all their time into being perfectionists in in these in their respective sports. And you would hope that with the amount of effort that they're putting into to to their craft, they would get compensated appropriately. Right. I was like, even in the NFL, I mean, the NBA is a different beast. And that's probably just because of the fact that they can market a little bit differently than the NFL. But even recently, the the NFL's uh, collective bargaining agreement went up to 48.5, I think, in terms of uh, shared revenue. So I was like, even even in that, there's a huge, huge gap that is uncalled for, quite frankly. Like, why is it that 25 percent? Is going. I was like, in any twenty-five percent, right? I was like, if you're making forty million off of women's sports, why is why why can't they get half of that that share revenue? And 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 when you look at and when you break down and when you break when you break down the numbers, it's no nowhere near as many teams in the, oh. the, in the WNBA. Yeah, I mean, basically true. everybody can go to the postseason because it's yeah. not many teams, you know, and then. <clears throat> not as many teams and they still are getting less money like it and you're not splitting your pie as much if if they was to bump it up but there is it it, it just doesn't make any sense like no. making any sense and i mean honestly i don't even agree with the nba nor the nfl collective bargaining agreement because i don't feel like players no. should only be getting we're not gonna cut this pie in half we're gonna do like a 80 20 here ground beef me mm-hmm. like you know, <laughs> for real though honestly because that makes sense though because think about how many teams and players they there are in 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 these leagues like 50 percent is actually lowballing the players if you think about it i mean these are billionaires we talking about here yeah the whole cap space idea like really they should be it should be i mean at least do 60 40 um, right. But honestly, it should be 80 20, at least 75 25. If you want to go by, if you want to do it like that, you want to split it into quarters. But 50 50? You're not out here getting your head bashed in and, you know, getting your body hurt, coming, you know, practicing day in and day out. Like you, honestly, if you even put, you don't even know if you're pushing papers because you're the owner. Like mm-hmm. you signing some papers, you signing some checks, but you're not even. Like the day to day, you're not feeling that you 
golfing or whatever you do in your spare time. You know, that it that's that's wild to me. Like, cause nobody else, nowhere else is gonna sign up to be like, oh, let me go ahead and do a hundred percent of this work and only take home fifty percent of my pay. Get that off the roof. Get that off the roof. Nah. I, the other part about that that I did want to touch on a little bit is um, we also did a did an episode about Kobe Bryant and how his legacy has been further highlighted since his death. And Wes, you have brought up the point about we didn't even realize how much he was advocating for women's sports until after he died, right? Yeah. And so now that they're getting, you know, that's that's the connection. I mean. Even uh, to, to go back to like college basketball, uh, Sabrina Inescu had you know achieved a, a feat that no player in college basketball Nobody had ever done. Yeah. No, no player, and she's going to obviously go on, Lord willing, to the WNBA. But uh, to to that point, who was the 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 lady that uh, got hurt? Who was that player that got hurt um, going overseas? And she was, I thought she was the MVP of the WNBA. There was a lady, there was a uh, player that got hurt overseas trying to make more money. Um, um, Dela Dawn, was it? Um, oh, Angel. Angel McCarthy. Yeah, there you go. Overseas, yeah. And and she, that's the or ACL actually. Mm-hmm. And that's you know you know that's almost a career ender. ender. Almost a career ender. Yeah. And I was, I'm over here trying to look up really quickly. Um, Wesley, if you have any thoughts, please chime in as well. Uh, I was, you have brought up the fact that the CBAs in some of these leagues is ridiculous. I'm actually trying to look up the MLB's collective bargaining agreement. If I I had, like, if I had kids or any of that, like, if you want to play baseball, I'm going to push you to do that. I'm pushing baseball. I'm pushing the hell out of baseball. Like they are set. Like they, the the NBL takes care of their players. Like from Mm -hmm. the outside looking in, I ain't never played professionally or none of that. But from the outside looking in, they take care of their players. Like from every division. I mean, look at one A. One A get paid almost five hundred thousand. Yeah, like it, it. It's crazy. I'm like. Like they just they just have the best setup of benefits to me. Mm-hmm. Like when you compare them to other sports, they do, and it just like when I see players who, when which I mean I'm all for following your passion. I be looking like, what was you thinking about? Like players who choose to play football over baseball. What? And they might have been really really good at baseball. I done seen a lot of cats yeah, like that. I mean, look at uh, what's his name. Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, like the mm-hmm. list goes on and on, and it's just like that's what you show. Like my my little cousin, um, which um, he might be mad if I say this. I don't care. I heard, growing up, I thought he was better at baseball than he was at football. I always thought he was, but he wanted to play football so bad. And I'm looking at him like you out your rabbit mind. You born most cussed. You out your mind. Like why? Why? But I mean, it is what it is. Like you can still get drafted out of high school. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what cats be thinking nowadays. I think they more look at they just off entertainment. 
that's probably what that's what a lot of people look at as is the the push but I, like you said they don't understand the longevity like there's a lot of baseball players now that are retiring and they're still getting paid out and they retired five ten years ago they but they're still getting paid out but that's just that's how most of the agreements is in the nfl once you retire you get two years of pension that you're done yeah other than that if you don't save your money or you ain't got no endorsements you don't get no money after that no, they're not paying not you anymore and then I just I don't know it just it's fun, it's funny like that. Um, do y'all while you're looking that up? Do y'all listen to um, y'all know Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson? All the smoke. Yeah, that's my that's my stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Like some of the stuff we talking about, Jamel Hill actually touched on in her hug segment. Yeah, I saw that one. But they do one with CC Sabathin. I was at somebody else. I was watching. Any, I watched a podcast with CC Sabathin. I don't know if it was them or if it was somebody else, but he touched on a little bit of like the baseball. It had to be them, like with like pay and baseball and all of that stuff. It, I don't, it's just like when you sit down and you look at, it, I just feel like it's so eye opening. Yeah, I there was two different ones on here. Um, I really couldn't pinpoint which one was more accurate than the other. One said forty eight which I thought was a little low, but the other one said 50-50 as well. So it's, it's still along the lines of the NFL and the NBA. Um, and those, they, but I did see that they make about $10 billion in terms of revenue. Which yeah, I'm going to say they, have a, they got a bigger line. Right. Cool. Yeah. I mean, and you, they have a bigger pool, which that also is a little, you know, dicey. Because I mean, they have a bigger pool here as America's sport, America's pastime. My bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the NBA is like international. International. They mm-hmm. are international like that. Like you have it in like you know South uh, South America, but it's not as it's not as international as no basketball. Like you got basketball in Greece. You know what I'm saying? Like in these countries, you didn't even know was a thing. Lithuania. so i do want to switch gears real quick to make sure we have time to talk about this so kaylee you touched on your experience a little of working in sports um and wes you even mentioned you know some of the women who are making strides you know in modern day sports and um, things of that nature so i really just want to have some discussion around or hear your guys' thoughts on you know kaylin personally your experience with working in sports and maybe like why is it so hard for women to be in that realm i have and i'm gonna try to give y'all a shortened version because when i say this is something that like as a kid that's something that i always wanted to do you know um and when i got to college so so much was uh so much was just like sat in front of you you know and i think it's unfortunate it's very it's not i think i know it's very unfortunate so like i said i'm gonna give y'all the shortened version because i've worked on both sides of it i've worked on the uh, media relations side, the public, you know, the public relations side of it, and I've worked on the the media side of it. Mm-hmm. As a woman walking in, as a woman, anyways, walking in to anything, you're already given two negative points. Like 
well, at least a negative point being a black woman, you're going to get an extra negative point. So you, I'm already down. I'm down the hole, too, mm. when I walk in the door before I open my mouth for anything. When I walk into the sports realm, I'm down like a negative 10. Mm. <laughs> so much is judged off of just before you even open your mouth. Like, have I mean I'm not I'm not gonna be looked at as credible because oh you didn't play or how you gonna talk about football you ain't never played no football or it's you know women need to stay in a a woman need to stay in a woman's place uh-huh. quote unquote. you know what I'm saying so you not you don't get the same credibility like you and I are you know West and I Steve Steve and I we can all say the same thing but if I said you don't know what she's talking about but you said. You know what you right, bro. You're right. Mm-hmm. I've had that happen to me. I've had I've had that happen to me on countless occasions. Um and then it's the other aspect of it, of uh, which when we when 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 we say it for like black entertainers and stuff, like, you know, you have a responsibility when it's been women in sports. Who have their sole purpose, or not their sole? No, nah, their sole purpose was to not go in and do a job, but was to go in to get a check, but to get a check from sleeping with somebody. That sets every female back ten steps. Yeah, and so you deal with that. And like, I never like call nobody out personally, but like when I was working for when I was working for UK Athletics when I was in school. We had to have an entire two-hour meeting about our attire. An entire meeting about our our attire. Because we had some girls who was, that's what they was there for. They only wanted to work with football and basketball because they were trying to catch. Like, that's what they they was there for. They wanted to mess with an athlete. Their goal was to get with an athlete. But then that overshines everybody who was actually hurt female-wise, that is trying to just put in the work, trying to get the experience so you can move on to the next step. And when you see that, it's damn near like everybody's going to just, you know what, we're going to just cast a blanket over everybody. So it's yeah. it's hard. It's hard on that sense just because, one, you're not going to, like, being a woman, you're not, you don't know as much. Mm-hmm. Two, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to be letting do as easy. Like, a man knows a man, but a woman don't know a man. That's how it's gonna come. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you're gonna be looked at as you trying to be you trying to be a thought. You trying to be a groupie. It is it and that could be like, honey, you're not even my type. Don't don't flatter yourself. You know, yeah. like but yeah. answer that, but that's not like even when I was tutoring athletes, every single one that I tutored, they most definitely tried me. Please get your life. Get your life. Like we here you here to get this lesson. <laughs> thank you like you know like this is not it's not what we're here for but you know they're gonna try they're gonna push their buttons and you know they're gonna see who they can get and a lot of times they get who they want because some you got some women who go into it with the mindset of yeah i watch sports but i'm most definitely bad mess with dude because yeah it's just it's just the move you know i've seen it and it's annoying it's so annoying because you're like Dude, like you make me look bad. Like you standing next to me, we supposed to be working, and you got on something that you supposed to go to the club in. Uh. Me, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm business casual, flat. 
Yuta ka. <laughs> that's real life. That's real talk. Hey, that's straight up, though. That's real talk. That's, that's straight up. I, to be honest with you, Kaylin, you had touched on something that I actually really wanted to highlight as well. Because literally, now that I think about it, it is super hypocritical for people to think like that. I mean, we know it. Obviously, I'm, I'm not going to act like it doesn't happen. We all know it happens out here. It's just the way that, that, that people are raised. But I find it mad hypocritical that one can say that about a woman, especially working in sports, when they're, they're just like anybody else trying to be a student of the game, analytical-wise and all that other stuff. But you listen to some of these people on ESPN – Male. I'm talking male reporters. They never never played the sport a day in their life. Never. 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 We talked about it. They literally never played the sport a day in their life. But they they will run down all these numbers. They'll run down all these scientific methods and all that other stuff about the game. And then when it it comes down to it, sometimes someone just got to say, listen, brother, that's not how the the, the sport works. Right. It's just not how the sport works. And, and people will, will find them credible because they have all these stats right in front of them that they oh, study for hours on I was like, what what difference? I'm like, literally, what difference is that? Especially if, let's say, even say, for instance, Caitlin, in your in what you were saying about you guys are in the same same room. Let, who's to say that that she is not more credible than the guy, and she probably has more sports experience than mm-hmm. that. And like I'm in mean, sometimes like just speaking on the analyst part, some people are just number number regurgitators. Yeah. Like, that's all that's all they are. Numbers yeah. like all you can do is look I'm gonna tell you now, I can't remember all of these numbers. Like when people are able to throw out all of these random stats, I'm looking like how you store all yeah. of them in your mind. Like I got yeah. other information up. I can't store all of them numbers. Like them numbers is gonna be messed up. But can you watch the game and really break it down? Like understand why they're doing this and that. Exactly. Like, and, and I'm talking about watch it. No, like mute the TV when you watching it. Mute it and really break it down. Can you do it? Some of the players, I mean, some of the analysts can't do it, and but they're quote unquote analysts. That's problem for me. And then I mean, it, it's just like I mean, even even when you go and then when you go into the other side of sports, where you're working in sports, like coaches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. Look at the amount of female coaches. It's low, especially in basketball. And then when you look at when you look at women's basketball, you don't have like it's male dominant in head coach aspect because it's like women don't know sports. That that's what it that's what it boils down to another systematic mindset. Yeah. So it's really just breaking down those systematic pressures. The, the chains breaking the chains. Like, uh, Wes, did you did you have anything that you wanted to? Because we are coming up. I want to st- make sure we still have enough time. But did you have any last words? Any of you two? Uh, me. She, she hit everything that what it is. Is like I said, I test for women, especially in my profession. Me being a trainer, I test for women. I tell my boss all the time, like, man, we need to find more female coaches, just because sure. it. Uh, it's a simple fact of, like I've said, like, you don't need no – too many – it's too many guys that want to be that rah-rah, loud, I got to be in your face, be this type of guy, and people fall for that. 
Like they just fall for that. They think that's the way to coach or the way to get through certain athletes. And the sad thing is it ain't, you know, I've seen a lot. Most of the most successful coaches that I've seen or I've learned from has been women. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I learned from. Like, they taught me how to talk to people and how to get to a, a person, how to be relational, like build relationships with people right? rather than me being in here just yelling the whole time, wasting my breath. It's, it's no point of that. And, you know, long as she was saying, with why ain't a lot of female coaches, you know, on these basketball teams, it's always males because they think males are the only people that can get it through to win. Oh, you're going to be too soft on them. Ah, you ain't going to push them. You know, when the fact is, Pat Summit was probably one of the best coaches and she knew how to be in between. Yeah. But people don't realize that. People don't realize that. Yeah. They look at UConn's coach, uh, Gina Ariama. They think that's the way because he's a male. Look what he's doing. When no, he just get the best people in the nation because he go to UConn. Yeah. Like, people don't look at it like that, though. People don't stare at it like he's a man. So, ah, he know how to do it. Rather than, we ain't really worried about Pat Summit. She just got lucky because she was at UT. No, that ain't it. She women just get that in between. I forget her name. Her name. Uh, uh, South Carolina's coach. Oh, Don. Thank you, Don. I was drawing a blank. Yeah. That's my girl. And she Amazing coach. Black. Amazing coach. But Jazz, you can talk about it because you, 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 you want to be in sports. I wanted to be in sports. So. That's very true. And I do think for someone who is not currently working in the sports industry, I will say it's definitely not an easy industry to break into. Um, and the fact that you, like you said, I'm already down two points being black and a woman, you know, yeah. and, and even more because I'm not in the industry already. And I definitely think that that's the industry that does a lot of hiring from within. Um, so the challenge that I'm currently facing is just how do I, you know, break into an industry without, you know, diminishing my talents and skills. Um, mm-hmm. Grant, I know we all got to start from somewhere, but yeah. I, I have credentials, you know, and I'm just the at the bottom just because, you know, that's what people say it takes. Because if a man was in the same position, I'm in trying to get this job, you know, it probably wouldn't be as difficult. But, um, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting dynamic. I am um, definitely proud of all the progress that women have made um, thus far and the change that we're starting to see in some of the leagues is definitely because this systemic mindset is so deep and ingrained it's not something that's going to happen overnight and it might not even be something that I see in my lifetime honestly Um, but I'm one of those people that if I can make an impact or an influence that's what I'm trying to do even if it's small you know even if I just you know chip a little bit away if i can you know break some away for the next person to really break through you know that's that's what i want to do um so yeah that's straight that's money that's That's straight up uh we got about we working on about seven minutes left um the last question that i we wanted to have you talk about i told you it was going to come back to bite you this is this we, we 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 always got to get it from our, you know, our guests. We got to get That's your hot takes. You know what I mean? Okay. And before we get off of here, we did want to know which, what is your NBA top five oh my God. time? Okay. Now, I got some actors in there. I got a couple little little side notes in there. But because I knew you was going to ask me this. Yeah, I've been ready for you. Like I've been waiting on you since brunch because I knew hey. 
I knew you was gonna come. Let it rip. Let it rip. <laughs> okay, so I start. I start from the center down. So go ahead and give me Big Diesel, Big Shaq Diesel. But I want Diesel from, you know, um, the Magic. The, the magic. magic. Thank you. Oh, Girl, okay. Lakers. Like not when they was like, because when he he got a little lazy, you know what I'm saying. We don't I want Boston Celtics Shaq. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. eating and slim. Um, <laughs> go ahead, yeah, go ahead and give me Shaq. Cause I like a type of player like this. Give me give me Kevin Durant, uh Kevin Durant. Uh KG for my And that's because I like a certain type of player. Like I like a gritty player. That's like when, when um DJ did hers. I was with her talking about Ben Simmons. I love Ben Simmons when he played. Like, I just like somebody that's gonna get mad and just ruffle your feathers. Like, I I like it. It, it reminds me of street ball, uh, park ball. Um, go ahead, Ron Bron at the three. As expected. Yeah, give me um, give me uh, uh Dwayne Wade and my shooting guard. Now I'm a pause because I can't believe it. Jordan and all of that, which is great. Like Michael Jordan, I respect him to a different level. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't grow up watching Michael Jordan. I only, well, I watched some of his stuff at a small time. But so, like, mm. on respect GOAT factor, yeah, he can go in there. But like, if I'm just going off of people I watch and I grew up on, Dwayne Wade was my man's. Go ahead. Go ahead. But now I know what you're about to say. I'm going to get on you. I'm going to get on you. What's your even when Shaq was fat, could nobody do nothing with him. Now, if I was to pick somebody like current times, like if I was to pick a center right now, that ain't me. It'd be like you know, like Anthony Davis. Like if I was to if I was to replace Shaq, oh, okay. I would I would take okay. Anthony. Like if but I watched I didn't watch Miami Shaq. I mean I didn't watch uh, Magic Shaq. I watched Laker Shaq and on forward. Mm -hmm. um, then where was I at? Oh, and then my one, you know, I got to go with the answer, AI. That's I was even watching basketball. That's why I'm trying to figure out what you was talking about. Pass first point guard. You know how many pass first point guards I can name this better than Jason Kidd? This ain't even no disrespect to dude. But he's not uh, it. Not, 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 he ain't going to no all-time. What the? I, said, I, hey, tried to tell, I tried to tell him. I tried to tell him. He's not in the Hall of Fame yet. He gonna be in there. Yeah. And like I said, I'm not taking, I'm not discrediting him, but he's not gonna be my top pick of even past first point guards. Hell nah. Who? I'll take John Stockton over him. Bro, you ain't even watching play. It don't matter. I've I've heard what he's done. You can look at the highlights. I wasn't gonna Bro. say. I was gonna say you could take Chauncey Billups. No, yeah, no, you can throw Chauncey. No, you no. Can it's it's other ones you can go through. Like you can go through way more. Like you can even go through Tony Parker. Like we can go mm. enough. Like yeah, I, and that. honestly, and this ain't even and this this may be some hometown stuff. But if you talking about pass first to know how to drop it down, go ahead and give me Rajon before you give me Jason Kidd. What? <laughs> UK finest. Oh. Listen, man. You <laughs> I told you I'm gonna get on you, cause you just put D Wade in. You just put D Wade in on your uh, shoot as your shooting guard, shooting and you just guard. said it was cause that's who you grew up watching. 
I grew up watching the young J kid, especially when he was with the net. I'm judging you. You feel me? A lot of players. Like, Steve, what you, 26, 25? 26 in, in next, next week. week. Yeah. 26 next <laughs> week. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 you coming up here, right? <laughs> 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 Put on the spot. Like, you didn't watch a lot of players. Man. I'm just saying, I so I had ran down what my top five was. And I'm literally talking from a playable top five. I would not, I did not choose AI because he was a shooting, he was a, a shoot first kind of PG. And I was like, with the people that I already had on that list, I said I wanted a, a, a pure facilitator. And that's what J Kid was. If you ever watched J Kid, you had to pick AI because you don't got to pick AI. Um, because AI, he get, he get, you know, he gets shot down a lot. You don't got to pick AI. But I just didn't understand Jason. Like when you said that, I thought my whole workout. I had to I had to roll it back and everything because I wanted to make sure my ears weren't deceiving me. You know. <laughs> we in the same boat. We in the same boat. when you said it, this was my. I said, like <laughs> I had a whole day of waiting for Listen, but this is why we had the locker room talk. This, but for this very reason, yeah. this very reason. Hey, no, I respect. You, know, you stand behind your decision. I respect it. Hey, I, we as we all should, but um, we are coming up on time. Unfortunately, give me mellow to put at my my four. If I took KG out, mellow. DJ put him in there too. I yeah, can respect I'm that. Give one. you that body. Yeah. I can you can fill that. out his points. You're going to fill that's a big body bench. <laughs> <laughs> what is the show? What is it? But we are definitely going to have you back on so we can obviously have more of that, that real talk with you and that sports talk because we ain't done with you. Best believe that. Best believe that we ain't done with you. You know, Sports Center did the bracket with the the all time college players. When y'all AI do that, AI was on there. Yeah, he was. My man should have been in the final four, but I ain't gonna talk about it though. We are gonna leave that for another day. Yeah, we will leave that for another day. <laughs> <laughs> but um, lastly, before we get off, uh, for our fans uh, tuning in, I I want to give a quick shout out. I forgot to do that in the beginning. Uh, shout out to Taryn Van, old high school friend. He said he'd been tuning in. Big shout out to him. He said he actually want to get on here. So we're going to make sure we get some time. Really? Yeah, he he did, brother. He did. So shout out to you, Taryn. We'll definitely get you on. Uh, Let's Talk Podcast. They've been showing us a lot of love on IG and Facebook a little bit. Shout out to you guys. Our boy, I don't even know how to say his name pro- properly. Luke Shakur. Is that how Luke he Shakur. He, <laughs> we know him by Nigel. We know the him prophet. by Nigel. I did not play that man like that. I would always call that brother Nigel. That's what I'm, I'm going to call him Nigel. But he always has... What's up? How did he go from Lucia Core to Nigel? No, he, his, his name was Nigel. He changed it to Luke Shakur. Oh, okay. I ain't going to yeah. mess with him. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. He, he changed it. 
He's but he actually has his own. He's a YouTuber now, um, and he goes by the author of Optimism. So if you guys are looking for some, some, some quick, optimistic talk to get you through your day, some we motivational right talk, family uh, give that man a look. He's on YouTube. And then lastly, the Just Talk podcast. I thought they were the same podcast at first, but it's two. they're two separate ones. It's the Let's Talk, and then it's the Just Talk podcast. They did talk about switching names. They probably, they probably, they, or they need a collab. One of the two. But shout out to them. Shout out to them. So, um, thank you again, Kaylin, for for tuning thank in. You. I promise you, you was getting on here. Yeah, yeah. I've been I waiting so much time. I be seeing the episodes. I'm like, now they call me. <laughs> no, 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 no. We ain't gonna leave you out. You for the special one. We had to get you for the special one. And you, if if you are open, like I said, you're definitely more welcome. to Come back, give your hot bogus takes. Oh, you feel me? Oh, yeah. uh, you talk about J Kid. I'm gonna get you on that one. You feel me? But we'll we, we'll leave that for brunch. We'll we'll, okay. we'll leave that for, for see, brunch. Now I, really, I really dig into you at brunch. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> keep, it, keep it kid friendly, family friendly. Please, please do. But we, like I said, we we gonna keep the inside locker room talk always open to all people. Wes, um, if if there are any last words from for you, my friend. Uh, that's all I wrote. Appreciate you coming through. Appreciate hey, no, it. Thank you for having me. Pull up anytime. Well, you know, virtual social distance. Virtual social distance. Getting <laughs> <laughs> always, baby. Well, as for as for us, uh, once again, this is another episode of Inside the Locker Room. Y'all stay safe out there. All right. Peace. In the Middle East. <laughs>